Welcome to Hags and Body Bags. My name's Clara. My name's Erin. And I'm Olivia. Today's topic is the disappearance of Bobby Schnuffelflag. So, like Clara said, we're going to be talking about Bobby Schnuffelflag and his disappearance. And he was a 32-year-old male, and he was married to Napa Schnuffelflag, and she was a 31-year-old female. They were married for approximately two years, and they lived in Lakeland, Florida, and they lived comfortably for the first (laughs) year of their marriage. Mr. Sniffleflag has an office job where his sales were the opposite of skyrocketing. So his job was going downhill for approximately seven and a half months. On April 20th, 1998, Bobby was reported to not have shown up to work the day the day before, which was supposedly unusual for him 24 hours later. On April 21st, his wife called 911 to report him missing because he never returned home. Later on April 22nd, his 1997 red Chevrolet Corvette was found parked by a nearby riverbed with his wallet, phone, and other personal belongings, all still aside along with a suicide note. Officers and a search team searched the area only f- to find Bobby already deke all to already f- deke. sorry I'm messing up these sentences so bad calm down <laughs> deep breath <laughs> I know huh? I'm just trying to talk and talk and talk okay so they already found Bobby's decaying body in the river his body was in- immediately sent to the coroner Thea Matz, who claimed the cause of death to be suicide. She claimed his lungs had been full of water and had no other major injuries. Soon after, forensics analysis went through Bobby's phone but found no SD card. His wallet was also empty of all cash and all of his like uh, debit cards were like cut up. He gotta protect that information. Oh, right? His social security, like all that, like they don't already have it. <laughs> He was reported to have... Oh, all of his stuff that he was reported to have was missing. Sorry about that. Um, there was a suspicious investigator went digging and were surprised by what they found. Mr. Schnifflefly never had a funeral, but his obituary was in the newspaper and online the very next morning. Looking through Mr. Schnifflefly's bank account, they found that all of his money had been pulled from checking savings and money marketing, totaling... A total of 2.8 million. Not only that, but Mrs. Sniffleflag had already collected his life insurance, which totaled for 4,562, as well as sold their house for $400,000. Wow. So we're already turning. So weirder yet, um, she had already bought two plane tickets to Barcelona, Spain, um, but they were reported to not have any children and um she all had also already purchased a house I over think there that is a bit crazy 24 hours like they wouldn't find out yeah like 24 hours after your husband is reported missing you sold your house collected mm-hmm. his life insurance all of your bank accounts are empty you have another house in your name it sounds a bit crazy to me well um so they actually called in a second forensic scientist to test his DNA again from the body. Um, 
and it was found that the box the body was actually Bobby's recently deceased father, George Snifflefag. So, checking the grave site um, where his father was buried, it was found that George's grave had recently been turned over, like somebody went went digging. So, like 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 all the grass and it was just dirt. So um, my question: Do y'all think that Thea is the coroner, the forensic, whatever she's called? I'm not exactly. Familiar. Like she might be involved. Yeah. Do y'all think she might be involved and is helping them for money or something? Probably. Or do you think like? Like, they have something on her, and they're holding it against her. Yeah, they might be, like, bribing her with yeah. it. Because, like, I don't know, money, it's nice to have. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> how much they just have right now. Um, <laughs> like, that's nearing, like, what, $3 million? About, mm-hmm. I, I assume. Yeah, $3 million, almost. So, they could have anything they could bribe anybody and Spain point. isn't expensive isn't expensive like oh, goodness mm. well, I guess we shall see where this story turns out so two witnesses um had reported to 911 and claimed to see Napa and Bobby Schneeble flag together at the airport May 3rd 1998 um so all of this happened within the span of like one month that is a bit suspicious because didn't he go missing in April like, you're missing, and then they find your body, like, 48 hours later. And, and then, then you're spotted in an, an airport. airplane. At an airport. Like, sorry. at least wear a mask. God. Yeah. Dye your hair. It is Color 19- your eyebrows. 1998, and they don't know any better. Oh, goodness. God. Anyway, um, so with, the, with all this evidence, law enforcement was able to arrest the two in Barcelona, Spain, when they landed. Um, they were both put on trial May 14th, 1998, and were both found guilty of insurance fraud. So, Napa was actually able to, to provide evidence that she was forced into this, um, this conspiracy by providing phone records between her and her husband, um, like him basically, like, forcing her into this. Um, what? I'm sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. So, um... So, as well as calling her own witness, Thea Matz. So, Thea Matz was involved. Was um, she forced as well? Um, she claimed that Bobby had told Napa to convince Thea to fake the autopsy. And um, so, she would be given part of the insurance money. And was she ever given the insurance money? No, they tricked her. Oh, she was never given any money. So... I so, mean, that's even more reason for her to, like, go and, like, she, like, she could have told police, but, like. So, do we know who mm-hmm. told the police? So, it wasn't her? Um, it was the two witnesses that called 911. Oh, okay. The ones that saw him in the. At the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Napa was, ga- was given a lighter sentence because she was able to prove that she wasn't necessarily involved and she was forced into it, but she was so, sentenced. Yeah. Bobby was sentenced to 23 years and was offered parole May 2021. So last year? (laughs) Yeah, last year. God, 2021. What a year. (laughs) And Napa served a 10-year sentence and was released January uh, 2008. They are now divorced. Well, I... For obvious reasons. (laughs) I wonder wonder if they ever had kids and how they feel about all of that. Well, I mean, if she was released in 2008 and he was released in... 
2021 or had got parole like they were like almost in their 60s yeah Mm -hmm. so but i like wonder like from their marriage like if they did have any kids well napa would have been 40 i couldn't find any information on her oh okay that makes sense yeah she like kind of dropped off the grid for again for obvious obvious reasons I wonder if um, they changed their names and stuff like that. Probably. Like, if you're, like, convicted felon, it's kind of hard Mm -hmm. to get a job. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't can't really lie about that because you're going to have the same social security number. Are they really going to check your social security number for a job? Really, though? Um, Well, I do know that some jobs do require your social security number. Hmm. Suspicious. Well, I guess that marks the end of this episode. Any other questions? Or do you wanna anybody wanna add anything? Right. Thank y'all for cool. listening. This is I don't know what to say. <laughs> this is <laughs> Thank uh, you for listening to Hags and Body Bags. Y'all have a good rest of y'all's day. Day or night. Evening. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>